0: Hello, hello, my friends, my family, my community, my tribe. Welcome to the Hippie Moms Podcast. Yeah, what's happening, my friends, my family, my community, my tribe? How are you all? So glad you're here. Um, <clears throat> So I want to start this podcast um, with a little story. I woke up this morning and I was just feeling kind of uh, blah. Like, it's Thursday, which we're close to the weekend, which I'm I'm honestly trying, uh, not trying, but working to not live for the weekends, right? Like, I actually love when my kids go to school. <laughs> I'm just being real, okay? <clears throat> Thank God my kids are in person school. They need it so much. Um and I feel for all the mamas out there, homeschooling and their kids not in school. Like, and just feel like it's such a big disservice. But we're not going to go into that because that's not what the podcast is about. But I woke up this morning and honestly, I started thinking about next week. I have so much work to do. I want to record podcasts all the time. You can't do that when you have a bunch of kids around you. You know what I'm saying? Um, and my boys like to fight. They really do. They fight. My eldest is the poker, poke, poke, poke. And my youngest it just loves to be poked and he responds. We call him the bear. Um, And we're always like, Rylan, don't poke the bear. And Ryder's like, you know, Ryder's the bear. Don't poke him. (laughs) Um, It's kind of funny, but sometimes it's actually not funny. And I just, so what I've realized as I wake up in, in these moods are if these kind of, I'm starting to kind of feel the pressure of, something that's coming up, right? I'm not living in the present, right? We talked a lot about that in the last podcast about meditation, noticing thoughts. So what I did this morning is I noticed that thought. And one thing, and this is what the podcast is about, one thing that I know that really helps me is to get my butt outside. And so I got up quickly once I realized this was a wonderful solution to my low mood and I got everything ready and I told my husband, I'm like, honey, I need you to make the kids breakfast. Actually, he feeds my kids breakfast all the time. Um, you know, actually every morning he feeds the kids breakfast. I make their lunches and get all their stuff together and help them get ready. And I mean, they get dressed by themselves, but you know, it's like all the things, all the things that go into getting your kids off to school. And, um, I, I was just like, I'm out, you know, guy to I actually just recorded a podcast, which was so much fun. I was the guest. It was such a blast. <clears throat> and I um, was like, well, I need to get back before then, so I need to get out early. So I got out early, got in my car, rolled down the windows. It was beautiful, it was like fifty one degrees out and sunny, and I got up to the mountain and I and I just started to get on that trail. And I am not kidding. Every time I get out there, every time I'm out in nature, even just walking outside, I feel like this, my whole body, my entire body exhales. So not just my lungs, right? It's like my whole body exhales. And it just made me remember. It, it, It reminded me how important movement is and how important it is that people understand how important movement is. Because we all know exercise, we all need to exercise, exercise, exercise. But here's the problem, is that exercise is different than movement, okay? And in, in healthy movement, you know, when we think about exercise, we think about fitness or losing weight or looking better. We need to reimagine what movement is because I know a lot of times, like in my earlier days, 10 years ago, you know, I was exercising hard because I wanted to lose weight. I was eating like shit. <clears throat> I didn't understand what was in my food. I didn't understand all the chemicals that were making me fat and miserable. So I'm like, well, exercise, working at hard, out hard is really important. So I would go and I'd kick my own butt. I would lift tons of weight. I would do like two yoga classes in a day on the weekend and I would be drained. I would, um, you know, hike, 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 and just, it it was all about doing as much as I could, no matter what my body was telling me, right? Because I was going to lose weight. I was going to look great. But you know what? Actually, the opposite happened. The opposite actually happened. And that's why... I want to maybe instill just a new idea. Because if you, put your, if you put a lot of pressure on yourself to exercise, right? And push yourself and it becomes almost joyless, then you're doing it wrong, okay? Or actually, let me rephrase that. You're actually doing it right. Because with that, you learn... Because that's the dichotomy, remember. We have to learn sometimes the hard way. That's why we learn the hard way. Because we understand that if we make choices a certain way, it's going to lead us down a certain path. So for me, it was really important to experience how much I hated exercise. Even though I loved the way it made me feel. So here is the thing. The thing is, the thing is, is that vanity is usually what fuels us to exercise. It's vanity. And I'll be honest, vanity has, um, for the majority of my um, health-focused living and obsession has always been vanity because I, I want to look great. I have been conditioned by a culture that my worth is based on the way that I look. And I'm here to tell you that is bullshit, okay? Complete bullshit. And what I want to talk about today is I, th- I think that's important to, to kind of start there. I mean, vanity can be a source of good fuel for some people, especially, um, you know, the ego wants you to look good. It wants you to be accepted. It wants the world to think you're amazing. And vanity's, you know, a a, a fuel source for that. But as we get older and we start to look at how we're living on a holistic in a holistic perspective um, that that mindset that belief system doesn't fit in okay so we're questioning that belief system so what i want to do is i want to give you kind of maybe a new idea a new mindset a new belief system to consider okay and i almost want to take exercise out of of the english um vocabulary period and i want to bring in the two words joyful movement. Now, there's actually a book. Um, I'm actually reading it right now. I don't know. Who, I'm gonna. I'm gonna find out who the author is. Joyful movement. I really like it. It's science based. Um, <clears throat> I'll put a link to it. I got a frog in my throat today, and it. It really is. I love it because it talks a lot about the benefits. Um, not that we already know exercise or movement is is amazing for us right do we not i mean we already know it's been proven uh so many times that moving our body is vital it really is and what we have to do it's called the joy of movement by kelly oh there i'm actually didn't want to play it um kelly mcgonigal she's a phd Um, she's also wrote the willpower instinct and her little her thing is how exercise helps us find happiness hope connection and courage and i i believe that but i think we really have to go with the word movement okay again movement and a lot of times we we think that you know understanding what movement does to our body if we understand how it actually serves us in such a huge way it becomes something we want to do. And that's the biggest thing because so many times people don't want to go to the gym, right? Ugh. But once you get there and you do your thing and you're in it, you're like, yeah, I'm rock. I am so amazing. I am so good. So there's this disconnect, right, Of that we know it's something that we need to do. That is good for us. You do not need to be, I'm not convincing you that movement is good for you. You already know that, okay? And if you don't, well, I don't Google it, okay? But we all know it's important to us. But it's this disconnect of knowing that it's good for us and wanting to do it, right? And getting our butts to do it and being consistent with it. Now, um, as I record this, it's uh, November. It's a week before Thanksgiving. We're going to be moving into a new year, 2021. Thank goodness. Um, you know, I think it brings us a lot of hope, uh, especially after 2020 is gone. And the thing is, is in January, that's when we all start our New Year's resolutions, right? That's where we all are like, all right, we're going to go to the gym or maybe we're not going to go to the gym. Maybe we're going to do this. We're going to do this workout. And we get all geared up and we amped up to do it. And then come like a couple weeks or maybe even a week for some people, we lose momentum and we just stop and we go back to the way that we've always been, okay? And this is for the majority of us, unfortunately. Um, So what we have to look at is, is not... You know, getting a plan to move our bodies is not something that we just do for a month. It is literally an integral part of our existence. It is so important that our body moves that we do not become stagnant because there are so many things that movement does to our body on a physiological level that we cannot get anywhere else. The thing is, you know, our ancestors moved in so many ways throughout the day week month and year and there was a seasonal variety that 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 drove these survival needs And our lives were very extremely physically dynamic because of necessity, because we had to move. We had to run hundreds of miles in order to get food. We had to move all day long to gather and get these, um, you know, these important resources so that we could survive. And the thing is, is that movement is vital to on a cellular level. Um, there is this scientist, um, Katie, uh, Bauman, it move your DNA. And she says, our lack of movement input is slowly suffocating us on a cellular level and, um, evolutionary, like evolutionary, evolutionary, <laughs> <clears throat> we are designed to move. We are, our bodies are designed to move. And not only does movement impact our physiology, um, our psychology but it's imperative for our proper function of our body and so we have to understand that no matter what you know how much we dislike movement we must do it okay we must do it and there's there's the disconnect right now let me tell let me ask you something and i, I want you to be honest with yourself okay i wish i could hear your answers but have you ever exercised and regretted it Have you? Have you ever gone for a walk and be like, darn, I wish I didn't go on that walk? Have you ever done a yoga class and be like, oh, I wish I didn't do that yoga class. So lame. Okay, maybe you didn't have a great teacher. I've had a couple of those and it just wasn't vibing. But overall, I guarantee that your answer is no. You have never regretted moving your beautiful body. And... This is, this is what gets me so much is, you know, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about what COVID's done and what I've seen happen to people that are not moving. You know, COVID has been um, a very traumatic experience for so many people. Um, Early on when it first came out, I was, I was devastated. I was confused. I was, um, I I didn't know what the hell was going on. Nobody did. No, we didn't know what was going on. We didn't know the truth. We didn't know what was happening. You know, all we had to do is stay in our homes away from each other. Um, But one thing I knew is through that uncertainty, I knew I had control over my body, what I put in my body, how I move my body. And every time I would go for a walk, every time I would go out and hike, every time I would do a stream of yoga class, I felt better. I felt better. And for so many people, you know, it's been an excuse not to work out. It's been an excuse for people not to do things. And listen, if you're one of those people, it's okay. I understand. There there could be further trauma and other things going on in your life where you just physically can't do it. And I get it. Um, But I'm not talking about that, you know, end of the, the side of the pendulum. I'm really talking about people that use it as an excuse to not take care of themselves. And, but the thing is, we can, it doesn't even have to be COVID. We use excuses all the time not to do things that we are, that we need to do for ourselves to be healthy. Healthy. And I saw this with a lot of my friends and family. You know, their gyms closed, so they just stop moving. You know, oh well, I don't, I can't work out. It's like you can work out. You go for a walk. You lift, you know, lift weights, um, lift water bottles. You know, and <clears throat> this is what gets me so much. And and I understand that laziness is so much preferred by our society than doing something that is um that is taking actionable steps towards building a life that you deserve and movement has to be in that piece of the pie remember we talked about the piece of the pie right we have our air we breathe the water we drink the food we eat the stress we manage and the way we move our bodies the next is going to be connection and and i'm going to interweave uh, mentors in there why i think that's vital in our in our development and living you know towards that optimal version of our of ourselves but our optimal version remember that 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 connection to who we want to be movement is part of that okay movement is we are literally born to move and human life has become structured in a way that that makes it really easy not to move. We have all the conveniences, right? We have all the stimulus in our screens and on our computers and our phones and our TVs and you you can just order food. Like we don't have to go kill animals and, and gather a bunch of food. No, we can just sit in our, sit on our couch and literally have it delivered to us. Like even with Amazon, it's insane. It's insane what you can have delivered. I mean, even groceries, you never have to leave. And this technology has truly moved, you know, these modern conveniences um, have created sedentary occupations. You know, like I said, door delivered, groceries and meals, video entertainment. And it just has radically altered the way that we use our time. Okay, it's really altered the way we, we, we move, we don't move, we move, we, we just sit, and it's like, it's, it's ruining our health. So check this out. So you can have the perfect diet, you can manage your stress, you can sleep a full eight hours at night and engage in, you know, what you would think optimal living. But on a cellular level, if you're not moving your body, your homeostasis, your balance in your body the tissues, your tissues. So first of all, your homeostasis, you you will not achieve. Okay, tissues will be deformed, um, and this and and what happens is this modern day dilemma is what uh, Katie Bauman. That's what I just uh, alluded to her earlier is called the disease of behavior. This condition is a consequence of being sanitary. And um, what we need to really understand is that our bodies are desperate to move. They want to move. They need to move. Um, one, of, one of the main systems besides the cardiovascular system that is dependent on movement is called the lymphatic system. This is what I like to call your trash system, your cellular trash system. And I want you to think about it as a stale river, Okay, a river that does not move unless you move. Okay. If you don't move, your lymphatic system doesn't move and it's not able to circulate. It's not able to get rid of all that cellular dead, you know, garbage that you don't need. And so the beautiful thing, you guys, the most beautiful thing is, is you don't have to go and do a, you know, three hour CrossFit workout. Okay. Or go run for 15 miles or do two hours of power yoga. The thing is, is that movement is, is you can find it through vacuuming and mopping your house. Through, you know, biking to go get your groceries or a snack. You know, walking around the block between work assignments. Like, just getting outside. The other day, yesterday, Scott came home and um, he was making lunch. I'd been at my desk for the majority of the morning. and I was like, hey, you want to go to walk? And he's like, yes. We got out there. We were, we did a fast-paced walk for 25 minutes. It felt amazing. Again, I felt my whole body breathe. I get back. My mind was clear. We we talked through some things. He's like, I can't tell you how much better I feel. I'm like, I know. We need to do this on a regular basis. We need to go for afternoon walks. You know, so much we think we have so many more important things to do, right? Just like we have so many more important things than to meditate, than to sit with ourselves, to think about what we're thinking, to really look at what we're thinking, right? We're, we have better things to do than move our bodies. And let me tell you, we don't. Because if you want to operate in an optimal way and to become the version of yourself that is longing, longing to be, you got to move your body. Okay. And you know, you can take your kids to the park, play with them, you know, lift, uh, do some, some squats, ups, lunges during commercials or stretch after dinner. One thing I love to do is foam roll. Do you guys ever roll? It's amazing. Uh, My husband was doing something called 75 hard. Have you guys ever heard of that? and its program it's it, it's a lot of different elements to but one of it is working out twice a day for 45 minutes and, I was, and i'm like that's a lot and you got to do two separate workouts cuz i'm like i can work out for an hour and a half but like two different two different times a day that's kind of beyond me but the point is it's really about the mental uh, the mental part of it about actually doing it and it's it's incredible but one thing um, he started doing at night was rolling for 45 minutes and i'm like i want to roll right? And so I started doing that and stretching and rolling my body. It felt like I had a full body massage. It was incredible. I just love it. Rolling is so good. Um, One of the things I always recommend for people is, you know, when you are, and we're going to talk about this a little bit at the end, but finding something you love to do. Because if you find something you love to do, you're going to not, you're going to not make so much excuses about it. And one of the things I love to do is I love walking with friends like that. I will literally plan walk dates with my friends. I'll be like, hey, you know, instead of going and getting a glass of wine, which we can't really do right now anyway, or having to, you know, make a big dinner so we can sit around, which I love doing that, of course. But let's just go for a walk. Let's just go for a 30, 45 minute walk and we can talk and we can chat and we can connect. Uh, My beautiful, my beautiful friend, Carrie, she's going to actually be, uh, we're going to be recording her podcast, uh, me interviewing her tomorrow on this podcast. I cannot wait. Um, You know, we used to do that all the time. We'd call them uh, catch up walks and we would just walk and talk. And I swear we would walk miles and miles, and miles. And it felt like five minutes. It was so wonderful. I just love it. Um, Dancing. Oh my gosh, you guys, dancing is so good for you. There's so many things that you can do. Um, and the thing is, and I'm gonna I'm gonna share with you, you know, I don't really when, when I get up in the morning, the first thing I always do is I'm like, how am I gonna get my workout in? And do I want to work out? No, I don't. Now if I go for a walk and hike, I'm I'm always down to do that. I'm always down to be outside because I just love being outside and that like feeds my soul. But uh, some days I can't do that. I have you know, there's um we I lift weights. We I'm so fortunate. Uh, my husband for our 10 year anniversary bought us a Peloton bike. It's so romantic. Um, I love it. It's amazing. The app is awesome. And so and I ha- I hate stationary bikes, but I'll tell you what when I got when I get off that thing, I feel like a million fucking bucks. Excuse my language. Really, I feel amazing, absolutely amazing. And so what I want to just, you know, in, implant in here is that even though you don't want to move, your body does. And so I want you to move past that disconnection, and get your body moving, get those endorphins, get those feel-good chemicals going, and then you'll be like, oh, yeah, this is good. This is what I feel like doing. It is something that is so important, um, you know, as a part of a healthy life and to show your children, right? Kids need to move too. Most kids are just sitting in front of their screens all day long, you know, not moving. I, sometimes my I go, my son Ryland is sitting watching his Kindle and he's just hunched over and I just, oh, it drives me nuts. I'm like, nope, because your posture, think about that. You're just bent over. I mean, it structurally changes the way your body is. So when we move and we create that freedom and flow in our body, it's healing on a cellular level, mental, emotional, physical level. We are made to move. And our body, because it loves to move and it wants to move, it gives you so many benefits. So many benefits. It's been proven that healthy movement helps us feel well physically and emotionally. We function. We're more productive. We think, learn, and remember better. We interact with the world on a higher level. And we can communicate and express ourselves. And it it also helps us connect and build relationships with others. Now, I want you to see, as we go through these podcasts, as I'm sharing what I've learned on my journey towards optimal health, you have to see that all these things are integrated. Right? Everything's integrated. What we put into our body, what we breathe, how much water we drink, whether we move or not, and the connection with our world, which we'll be talking about the next podcast, is so vital and it's all integrated. You know, you can't just take out one of it and just say, I'm just going to exercise and that's going to be it. We need all of these things. And the thing is, you don't need workouts to move. There's nothing magic about a resistance circuit. Or the boot camp at class at your gym. Or the latest training method or workout method. There's nothing magical about it. Our ancestors didn't need to work out when they were walking, climbing, running, crawling, swimming, clambering, hauling, digging, squatting, throwing, and carrying things to survive. Like, they didn't need an exercise class. <laughs> That's the thing. We sometimes create all these excuses. And believe me, I have too. I cr- you know, there's some days I just, I'm like, I'm just going to take a day off. And you know what? Good. Take a day off. Right? Don't you dare be taking five days off. Unless you're sick, of course. You know, you have to be mindful. But the thing is, is you can make excuses your whole life. And then you get to the end of your life. And let me tell you, when you're on your deathbed, you're going to be like, damn, I wish I moved more. You know, the last five years I wouldn't had to need help going to the bathroom. Right? Or, 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 you know, you'd be able to dress yourself. And that's what I look at. I look at my future self. I look at that future, you know, senior citizen Becky that's out there boogie-woogieing, <laughs> dancing on the dance floor, living it up in her, you know, the senior living place that I'm going to live is going to serve all organic food, have Reiki, uh, massage classes, acupuncture. It's going to be awesome, you guys. Do you want to come live there with me? Because we're going to create it together, okay? It's going to be amazing. We're going to have, you know, food from the local farm, and I am going to be dancing my tail off until I die, okay? That's my plan. But that future Becky is relying on me to move my body, to feed my body, to connect with the earth and nature and hydrate and breathe in clean air. And so that's what I'm doing. And that's what I I, I urge you to do. Because once you do it, you're going to teach your kids to do it. And they're going to teach their kids to do it. And we are collectively going to steer the world to a new direction. Yeah, I don't know where that came, but that's how I feel, you guys. I really do. I really want you to understand that it is so important to move your body. Um, And it's not about losing weight. It's not about, you know, getting muscle and looking great in a bathing suit. It's about you functioning day to day in life. Okay, now, my mother, I don't think she'll ever listen to this podcast. I don't think she's ever listened to a podcast, but I want to share a little bit about her so she um you know she's 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 been working out probably since i was in high school we got a gym membership and her and my dad were going to the gym regularly um maybe three four times a week which is awesome and my mom has a twin sister uh, my aunt terry and beautiful beautiful people i love them so much um and my aunt never worked out never Uh, Now, my aunt had three boys. Her husband uh, died when the boys were very young, very tragic, very traumatic experience for all of them. And my aunt had to put food on the table. She didn't have anyone else to help her. And they are twins. I didn't know if I mentioned that, but they're twin sisters. Um, I think they're identical. They think they're fraternal, but who cares at this point? um they're not willing to get a DNA test (laughs) I'm like do you want a DNA test for Christmas because I'm really curious they're like we don't care I'm like okay well whatever um but you can see the difference the I mean just crazy difference between these you know twins that have almost identical um you know DNA and they look completely different Um, my aunt has uh, diabetes she has had back uh, surgery hip surgery and it's just it's really it's really sad and my mom was doing really good for a while she was doing great she was implementing a lot of these you know clean living tips she she only started implementing them when I stopped telling her what to do right she just started asking noticing that I was doing certain things and she'd ask about them. that's a whole other subject um but it was beautiful and she started implementing she started to look really good and then COVID hit the gym closed down and she stopped working out and she had this hip issue for a while and i'll tell you what um she was doing great she was managing she was doing exercises looking at alternative ways and she stopped moving and she was forced to get a hip replacement and it has been a long struggle for her it dislocated twice um, she's had a hard time um coming back. And and I really do believe it's because she stopped moving. She stopped giving her body what it needs. And it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. And I'm so grateful for her and my aunt to be kind of that um awareness for me that like well, I don't wanna I don't wanna be there. You know, I don't wanna live that life. I want to be dancing on that damn dance floor when I'm when I'm older, you know? And if everyone else is in their wheelchair, fine. But Scott and I are going to be there <laughs> dancing together, right? Um, you know, that's my hope. That's my dream. And that's my hope that you're on that dance floor with me. And that your kids, that you can run after your grandkids. And you can take them on weekends away, you know, and spend time with them and keep up with them and take care of them. Because you have energy, you have your health, you have your wellness, Um And I'll tell you what, no matter where you are, the more you move, the better your body will function. Okay, so even if you don't move at all, start walking to the mailbox, right? Then walk down the street, just every day shooting for a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more and then this is what i'm talking about these are the baby steps you start doing these baby steps and over time they add up and as you're walking and doing these exercises things like eating a bag of doritos in front of the tv isn't going to be a priority anymore right you're going to move your body and you're like well i just moved my body i feel so good i'm gonna eat apple instead and it's this it's this whole transition that happens as we begin to move so um, I don't know how exciting this podcast was. <laughs> I kind of went all over the place but my 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 hope for you is this is one understand how vital movement is for your health. Your kids are watching you. If you do not exercise, most likely they're not going to exercise when they're older okay Statistics just show that our kids you know li- begin to live the lifestyle that we live and that we show them, that that we show them how we live when we're raising them. So move your body, make it an integral integral part of your life and your lifestyle so your kids can see what that means. Two is find something you love, the joy of movement, right? Find something you love to do and do that. And like I said, it doesn't have to be a crazy workout. Just move, all right? Play, dance you know, walk, hike, get out in nature. That's even you know, triple the benefit is being outside in nature. Number 3, that dis that that disconnect between I don't want to do it, right? And when you do it, you know how much you love it. Get over it. Just go. 54321 go. Okay? Get it done, and then every time you're done with your workout, I want you to write yourself a little note and say I am so glad I did a workout. Write yourself. I literally do this sometimes. I literally write myself, like the Peloton bike. I hated it. So I would, after I'd get done, I'd write myself a note and be like, I feel awesome. Do 30 minutes next time. And I would do it. And I would up my time. It's just those little things. Communicate to your future self about how awesome you felt so that that future self continues on that path. Okay? And four, just know that... You don't have to do super hard things to make a big difference, okay? It's the baby steps. Start small. I love you all. Thanks for listening. Um, In our next, my next podcast, our next podcast, because this is a community podcast, um, we're going to be talking about connection, connection to ourself, connection to nature, connection to our food, getting back to connection, being with ourselves. And I'm going to weave in uh, mentorship, why I think that is part of the seven vital things we need for wellness we need mentors we need guides and people to help us along the path uh, to uh, light the way be our lighthouse for us right Um, and I'm going to share some of mine with you and I know they will grow and grow and grow Um, I love you all have a beautiful day and I can't wait to catch you on the next hippie moms podcast bye